What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Potter Podcast, where you will find knowledge, resources, and information on everything real estate related. We are happy to have you join us today. And without further ado, let's jump into our topic and discussion for today. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Potter Podcast. And today we are going to be addressing the question, uh, should I get a home inspection and why is it important to get one? So let's dive into that and discuss why you may or may not want to get a home inspection. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to be back in the studio, getting you up to date with some of the most current information. And uh, today we are going to talk about uh, the importance of a home inspection and uh, and also why you may not want to get a home inspection. Um, so let's kind of dive into this a little bit. Um, the first thing to talk about, obviously, is the home inspection itself, right? Like why why is it important to get one? What is exactly a home inspection and what comes along with that? So um, I want to basically break that down for you guys first before we start uh, discussing some of these other things. So the first thing um, is let's define the home inspection. Um, it is a uh, person that comes in, a professional that comes into the home that you have purchased or uh, that you have for sale and you're doing a uh, pre-inspection. We'll get to that here in a little bit. But um, typically, um, it's something that gets done after a contract is put together, and uh, the buyer then has uh, roughly, you know, at least here in Nebraska, seven to ten days to get that inspection scheduled and um, and done. And then you get back to uh, the seller and ask them uh, some of the things that you would like them to take a look at: repair, replace, fix, all those sorts of things as you move forward uh, with the home inspection. And so. Um, why is it important to get a home inspection? Well, I think we all know why it's probably important to get one, but let's get into that a little bit. Um, I think it's important to get one, especially if you are a first-time home buyer. This is the first home that you're getting into. Um, but even if this is your second, third, fourth, fifth home, if it's not a new construction home, um, there could possibly be some issues with it. And so that is why you hire a professional to come in and to take a look at the house. Um, here's some of the things that they're going to take a look at. Um, most home inspectors are going to take a look at the foundation, make sure that there's no issues going on with the foundation, no bowing in the wall, no no heavy cracks, those types of things. Um, if there is, they're going to point that out to you. They're going to let you know that you should maybe have a structural engineer come out and take a look at it for a second opinion, those types of things. Um, you know, they're going to get up into the attic. They're going to look for if there's any mold or mildew up in there. Um, they're going to look and see what um, your insulation looks like up there. If you need to add some, um, they're going to look and see if you've got vents that are venting out of the roof, especially here in Nebraska. It gets very hot and humid. And so it's always good to have uh, some of your bathroom vents and things like that venting out the roof. So they're going to let you know about that. Um, and if that's something you want to do later on down the road, if it's not there, um, they're also going to look at, you know, the, the smaller things like uh, outlets and testing all of those and making sure they work. Um, they're going to be calling out anything uh, that is against code now. And I don't want to scare a lot of people with that. And you shouldn't be scared with that because codes change all the time. Um, plumbing codes change. Electrical codes change. A lot of those things change over time. So even if you had a house that was built, you know, five, ten years ago, 
there might be some things that get called out um, within those codes. And so that inspector is going to notify you of those things and let you know that, hey, this may not be something you ask the seller to get to get fixed or repair or replace, but it's something that you can do after you move into the home so that you know that you're up to code on a lot of those things. Um, you know, another, another big thing that comes back now that I see um, a lot of times is like handrails. Um, uh, if there's like you know, a certain amount of stairs, they got to have a handrail now and that gets called out. Um, there's the fire safety door from the garage into the home. Uh, if that's a hollow door, they're going to call that out because now that's a fire hazard. Um, so different things like that, that you're just going to want to be aware of again, not huge issues, but things that the inspector is going to call out to your attention. So you're aware of it and that you have now a to-do list as you move into your home. Um, you know, so those are the things that you want to keep in mind. They're going to obviously take a look at your roof. Um, all of the major things that, you know, you would want somebody to take a look at and get back to you and give their professional opinion on, they're going to do that for you. Um, so that's a little bit about uh, the definition of the home inspection. Um, and now we're going to move into maybe some of the things that um, we should know about as we go forth with the home inspection. Um, so, um, know that a home inspection typically here in Nebraska is going to cost you anywhere from 350 to 500 bucks, uh, depending on you know what exactly you're going to be doing. If you do get a radon test, um, that's another thing. So um, and that's another thing you need to add on to the contract if you're going to want the seller to address that. Um, I will say this in a very competitive market, if you ask for a radon test, a lot of times you're going to want to do that for informational purposes only, or you're going to want to be um, making it clear to the seller that if that comes back high, you will pay to have that mitigated. Um, because a lot of times in a multiple offer situation, uh, if they see a radon test as a part of that as a seller, um, you're kind of moving that. Uh, and sometimes even the inspection, which is crazy, uh, you're moving those off to the side because you've got other uh, offers that have come in that are waiving the inspection, that are waiving radon, all those types of things. So keep that in mind. That's something you'll want to talk to your agent about, um, which they should be knowledgeable in and they should know what's currently taking place in the market. That's again, why it's important to have an agent that is full-time that's in the market every single day. Um, that isn't part-time that isn't just doing this on the side, because a lot of times they're not going to know what a lot of these offers are um, being uh, offered in and what the contingencies are in those because they're not in the market and seeing that every single day. So again, that's why it's important to have somebody that's knowledgeable, that's experienced, that's in it every single day because they're going to be able to speak to uh, a lot of these things. So um, with that being said, then you think about um, uh, the importance of why you want to get that done. Well, obviously, um, you you want to have that contingency in your contract that, hey, if anything major comes back that's unsatisfactory to you as a buyer, you have the option of getting out of that um, that contract, right? Because you don't want to buy a house if you've got a foundation issue or you've got roofing issues that the seller doesn't want to um, address. You want the option to be able to walk away. It doesn't happen often, but when it does... You definitely want to be covered for that. So that's one thing I'll say about um, the inspection there and why you'd want to get an inspection, but also have that contingency in that contract when it gets written up. Um, now, if you're thinking about um, sometimes you might be that person where, uh, hey, we're we're not going to ask the seller to fix anything, but we just want to get one for informational purposes only. 
so we can address the things when we move in. That's totally fine. I think that benefits you too um, in a multiple offer situation to make that clear that, hey, we're going to basically walk through uh, this inspection with our professional. Uh, we still want the option of walking away if anything major comes back, but um, we're going to check box option A or C on the inspection resolution addendum, which basically states that you are going to uh, check box A, which is you're satisfied with the inspection and you're ready to move forward. Nothing major came back on that. Or option C, which says, hey, there's some major things on here. Um, definitely don't want to pay out of pocket for those things because they're going to be really expensive or something like that. And we're unsatisfied and we want to walk away from the property. So that's something to keep in mind. That option's still there. You can still get an inspection in a multiple offer situation, but I would recommend uh, probably looking at that option. If you're in that situation where you know there's a lot of um, offers that are going to be coming in on that property uh, because a lot of people will tend to waive the inspection. Um, why do people waive the inspection? Well, um, that's a really good question. I think um, a lot of people will waive the inspection because it gives them um, basically a step up in the competition with the offers. Um, obviously, if you're a seller, think of it from this standpoint and You've got a house that's 10 years old that you know some things are probably going to get called out on an inspection and that you're going to be asked to replace or fix or um, repair. Uh, if you've got somebody that writes up that's going to waive the inspection and not do one because they just simply want the house, uh, you're probably going to tend to lean towards that offer. Um, now, again, that depends on other factors such as the purchase price and if they need closing costs and things like that, right? But that's uh, another leg up on somebody else that is wanting to get an inspection and that you know is probably going to ask for uh, some repairs to be made. So keep that in mind. You know, a lot of people will ask, like, well, why would you ever do that? Well, as an agent, I would never recommend that um, because obviously I want you to know what you're stepping into and uh, the kind of home that you're getting ready to purchase. But I also know that there's times where um, I've got clients that really love the house and there's 10 offers on the house and it's fairly new. Um, so the things that would come back um, would maybe be um, maybe a couple electrical outlets and different things like that, but not really worried about roofing or foundation or things like that because the house is fairly new. Uh, you might be safe to, to go that route. Again, that's totally up to you as a buyer. Um, again, it's not something that I would ever recommend as an agent to do because I always want to look out for the best interests of my clients. And I would never want a client to come through and say, well, how come you didn't tell us to get an inspection or how come you advised us not to get an inspection? Like, I would never do that. That would be the decision uh, up for the buyer um, in that case. And again, I'm going to do whatever my buyer wants me to do for them. Um, so if they tell me they don't want an inspection and they're fine with that, then I'm obviously going to write it up that way. Um, but again, I always think it's important or I always think it's uh something you should do, even if you did write up without an inspection, get one later just to kind of see what those issues are that you could address after you move into the home. Um, how long does an inspection take is usually the question that I get asked a lot too. Um, and typically, um, it, it depends on how big the house is, but I would say on average, um, it's anywhere from three to five hours. So what the inspector will do is they will literally show up um, at the house, they will start the inspection, and then they will meet you at the end of the inspection and hopefully meet you and your agent to walk through and, and he can show you the things that he found 
uh, in the house that may need to be addressed moving forward. Sometimes there's very few things. Other times there's a list of 30 or 40 things. Again, depends on the age of the house, the location, condition, all that kind of stuff, um, which could potentially affect some of those things that are getting called out. So just keep that in mind um, as you are going through and as you're planning for the inspection. Um, the other thing I will say is this. Uh, a lot of people um, don't know what to ask for on the inspection, okay? And that's, again, where you need to trust your realtor to help you walk through that process. Um, there's going to be a lot of things that get called out in most cases. And when I say a lot, I mean typically on average 8 to 20 things that could potentially come out. Now, are there cases where there's more? Yes. But even if there's more, doesn't mean that the house is um, is not a good house to move into. It just may be an older house that needs some updating um, and needs some coach change and things like that that we discussed earlier. Uh, so keep that in mind. I mean, a lot of times, um, you know, your agent is going to be able to help you take a look at that report as you walk through it with um, your professional and the inspector there that's walking through the house with you. Um, and is going to ask the important questions as things um, tend to uh, stand out on that report, right? So obviously if you have uh, a roofing issue, you know, one of the questions that the the agent should be asking him is, hey, do you think it's, it's important to get a second opinion out here from a roofer? Um, what do you think the age of the roof is? Do you think that's be, there's issues with the roof because of hail damage, like where there could be potentially a claim that could be filed? You know, you name it, um, there should be some questions that get asked as it pertains to that specific thing. That's, again, why you want an experienced, knowledgeable agent who knows what they're talking about and has been through these situations before to help you and help guide you through that process. Um, and again, you know, that's why we recommend and we work with um, trusted, reliable uh, professionals and inspectors because we know that they're not going to try to push us away from the property. They're going to just inform us and educate us on what would need to be done and what their professional opinion would be moving forward to address some of those issues. So just keep that in mind. I mean, don't nickel and dime the seller. Um, you know, hopefully your agent will have a better idea. Typically what I like to do is you'll know this as you go through the inspection is, um, there's, um, some safety issues that get addressed and they get addressed in that report. And then like minor deficiencies, major deficiencies, usually things of that sort where you think that, Hey, I'm going to need this addressed, repaired, replaced, fixed, whatever, prior to moving in, you're going to kind of know that as a buyer. Um, but discuss that with your agent. You guys can write that up in the addendum and then basically send that addendum over for uh, the sellers to take a look at and decide whether or not they want to move forward in and taking a look at those things and getting professionals and contractors out there if need be. Um, so that's kind of the uh, inspection and what you need to know with that. And then um, once that inspection addendum is signed by both parties and things like that, you guys can typically uh, continue to move forward. And then that will move forward into the next steps, which your agent will help you out with. And my recommendation with that is waiting for that addendum to get signed um, by both parties and then uh, contacting the lender to order the appraisal. And to learn more about the appraisal, you can check out uh, a previous episode that I've done on that as it relates to the appraisal. But that is um, why you should, in my opinion, uh, think about getting a, an inspection, but why you can also see that you may not need to get an inspection as it relates to um, some of those things. If you're a seller 
and you're worried about um, what may pop up on your inspection because you realize that, hey, maybe there's some things you haven't addressed or you're just one of those people that is like, I just don't want to be surprised by anything. I want to just make sure that, you know, our house is ready to go for that next new homeowner. Um, one thing that you can think about is doing a pre-inspection. And uh, those are kind of nice too because it takes away that kind of surprise uh, thing there for you. And it allows you to uh, get an inspection done prior to the house going on to the market. You can see what issues need to get addressed or fixed, repaired, replaced, or get a second opinion on. And then you can address those things, have them done prior to listing the home, and now you're ready to go. And actually, that helps you, in my opinion, uh, market and advertise the property um, as well a little bit better because now the buyer knows that you've kind of taken care of the home. You've addressed the issues and the major issues that need to be done. Um, and again, talk to your agent as far as what you should do and shouldn't do or address as you go through um, that report as you get it done. But that could help you sell your home faster if you had a pre-inspection done. Um, so that's something that could benefit you as a seller to do prior to listing your house as well. So hopefully that's been helpful for you guys. Um, and if you guys have any questions, you know you can reach out anytime and uh, I would be more than happy to speak into those. Thanks guys for listening. And uh, if you have any more questions, feel free to reach out. Uh, you can find me on social media, our website, all that kind of stuff. Without further ado, have a great night or I should say day in some of your cases, and uh, we will talk to you guys soon. As always, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Potter Podcast. To learn more about how you can connect with me, check out my website, potterpodcast.com, and there you can connect with me on my social media platforms. Until next time, stay hungry, work hard, dream big, and always stay humble. Talk to you soon.